This is a consistent debate that we have every election cycle. Is it okay to vote for a third party in a presidential election? And this is the conversation I want to bring to everyone here today on the left wing. My name is Desmond Price. I'm the host of the Independent Thought Podcast, home, joined by my co-host, John Cooper of Counterpoint Politics and Dr. Erica of Cocktails and Capitalism. And our guest for this week, who is Chuck Core from Apodlatcha. Let's just get right into it. Dr. Cornell West is running under the banner of the Green Party after he abandoned the banner of the People's Party. It is sending a little bit of shockwaves through the White House right now as they are afraid of this third party challenge by Dr. Cornell West. From this screenshot here from The Atlantic, it says that too little attention is being paid to this. This is said by David Axelrod, who was a former top Barack Obama strategist said that he gave voice to the gathering democratic freakout when he treated when he tweeted some basic um historical parallels in 2016 the green party played an outsized role in tipping the election of Donald Trump he wrote now with Cornell West as their likely nominee that could easily do it again and you know one of the things that they're constantly mentioning is going back to the 2016 election they'll show that you know, Jill Stein, for instance, her voting numbers were enough to kind of tip the scales to Donald Trump. It's how that they frame this conversation constantly. Like, for instance, in Michigan, we'll put this up on the screen. Trump won Michigan by 11,000 votes. But as you can see, Jill Stein took in 51,000 votes from the state of Michigan. Now, this has given a lot of pause to people, a lot of demonization going on about the Jill Stein campaign back in 2016. And it seems as though... Uh, Cornell West might be leaning into the anxieties even more so this time as he has now announced that Jill Stein is in fact his campaign manager. I did so, not. What? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And so, of course, the uh, the members of the biggest political podcast in America, Pod Save America, they had to weigh in on this, talking about the Cornell West run. And here's a video of how they talked about people who want to vote for Dr. Cornell West. If the people who voted for Jill Stein, just Jill Stein in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania had voted for Hillary instead, Donald Trump would have never become president. That's it, right? And so, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of Cornell West fans out there. Um, you live in a swing state, you vote for Cornell West, you're helping Trump become president. That's it. And you can say, oh, well, it's Joe Biden's fault he did this or that. No, 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 it's, it's your decision. You get to decide whether you want to help Donald Trump become president or you don't. And if you want to help him, then you should vote for Cornell West or you should vote for Joe Manchin and his no labels ticket, or you can vote for, you know, RFK Jr. If he decides to run third party. But if you don't want to help Trump become president, you got to vote for Joe Biden. That's it. Very simple. Now, I think messaging to voters who might actually make this decision is probably a little different, I would say, because I no chastising works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now with all that being said, here's the question that I've just been dying to talk about as my co-host. Now, <laughs> what is what what is the solution here? Is it ethical to actually vote for a third party in a general election, whether you're voting for you know libertarian, voting for the Green Party, voting for someone else other than a Democrat or a Republican? From the Democratic perspective, is it actually helping Donald Trump win if you vote for somebody other than Joe Biden? What do you guys think? 
Yes. Okay. That's been our episode of the left wing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, so here, here's the thing. I, I don't think it's like morally wrong to vote for who you want to vote for who you want to. I'm not going to tell you it's morally wrong to vote for Jill Stein anymore than it is to vote for Donald Trump. Um, I mean, I personally believe that, but I'm not going to like judge you for it. You voted and you did a better job of the half of Americans who aren't going to vote. Um, like if we're going to point the finger at anyone, it, it, it's more the people who didn't vote. Um, it's just that the people who vote for third party, it, they're like the, the the kid who like thinks they're like smarter than everyone else in the class and does this big complicated thing and then just like was wrong. <laughs> like, 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 like it's it's just like you're outsmarting yourself. Like the, there's no you're never going to win. Yes, I agree with you. I might agree with you that that hand it's better, but they're not going to win. And yes, that's a problem, but it's not a problem that's going to be solved by voting for them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, Robert Reich, I watched a video by Robert Reich recently who said, by not voting for the lesser of two evils, you end up with the worst of two evils. And I thought that was such a perfect way of putting it. Like, by, uh, you know, or 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 like, yeah, if you're if you're voting for the third party, you basically are uh, supporting the worst option there. Like, because you are with your good interests, your good intentions, um, you know, wanting to pick someone that aligns with your values so much that you choose someone that is like, yeah, I, I mean, I really, really like a lot of what, um, what, uh, what does, God damn it. I'm spacing right now. Cornell West, <laughs> Cornell West Cornell has West. to say, I, I love what a lot, a lot of what he has to say, but then when you, so he when listening to an interview with him, he's talking about how I supported Joe Biden because I thought it was important to oppose the fascist, co you know, be part of the anti-fascist coalition that was trying to prevent Trump from becoming president. Now, what is he doing? He is running third party, which then divides up the left vote, pulls away the far progressive folks from the, the Democratic vote. Um to a party that will not become president, that will not win, dividing it up enough so that then Trump has enough, uh, the margin of victory is enough so that he will win. I and mean, like, it, it's it's simple, but then it's also like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to moralize to people. I don't think it's morally wrong to vote for a third party. If, if that's what your conscience is telling you to do, do it. But if you are interested in, outcomes if you are interested in getting the outcome that is most aligned with your values i think that that path is going to do the opposite of what you want that is the thing that i object to the most if you want to you know uh <laughs> take action on the climate if you want to protect trans people if you want any of the things that the left purports to want do you think Trump is going to do that for you? Like, we've seen what Trump does. He wants to mow down protesters, this guy, you know. He wants to, like, yeah, pull the the wool over all of our eyes about climate change and everything. So, yeah, I, I just, I think it's not morally wrong, but it's not practical to vote third party. It's, it, it's not going to get the objective that you want. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with both of you. I think... Too often people inject their own personal emotions into politics when politics and elections, it's it's a blood sport. It's about strategy. And like 
I don't think it's morally or ethically wrong to vote third party, but if you're doing it in a swing state, it's strategically stupid and <laughs> you're not going to get your desired result out of it. It may make you feel better when you tweet about it and you get a bunch of retweets from the people in your echo chamber that support you. But in reality, you're not doing anything. Now, would you have voted for Joe Biden if you didn't vote for Cornell West? Hard to say. I think that's very different for a lot of people. But the, the thing about it is like, it's a sign that the Democratic Party is not aligned with a lot of people on the left if there's significant amounts of people going to vote for Cornell West, yeah. which is something that the Democratic Party should really reexamine and you know maybe consider not nominating a 82-year-old septuagenarian who has been in politics for 50, 60 years, but that's a whole other discussion. The, the thing about it is like people want to – and inject they're like oh well i don't align with everything about this person or i don't like joe biden and yada yada, yada. and i get that i i'm not the biggest fan of him either but i also see the situation that's being teed up here and my politics align more with joe biden than donald trump and that's how it works like i'm sorry <laughs> we can't just treat everything with kid gloves and you know give everybody what they want that's just sadly that's not how american politics and elections work and like yeah it would be nice to change that but it's not going to change by your vote on that if you really care about third party stuff if you really care and and you really want there to be a third party start working at it at a local level where like real funding real effort is actually going to turn the dial and make a difference in some of those races you know absolutely so with the show being called the left wing, you know, I, I was very adamant about having this about this having this conversation with everyone. There are a lot of people who vote for Democratic politicians who find themselves on various like you know spectrums of the left, who have become rightfully disillusioned with the Biden administration as they were rightfully yep. disillusioned with the politics of Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, why they didn't vote for Hillary Clinton in the twenty sixteen election, like. There are a lot of people who are upset. And like, as you said, Chuck, we shouldn't be thinking about this from an emotional standpoint, but a lot of people do. They do think about this from an emotional standpoint. And a lot of, and just to steel man the argument here, there are a lot of people who feel as though withholding their vote is the only power they have left. It is the enticing thing to do. There's other things as well that are strategic for why people do it. And we'll get into that here in a minute. But is it not fair to say like, well, hey, I just can't, keep voting for the Democrats because time and time again, they're not doing the things they said they were going to do. And it feels like it's a Ferris wheel. Like, yeah, they're always, they will always be the lesser of two evils always. And that gives them no motivation to do the things they said they were going to do. So they'll always be one step ahead of the Republicans, but we're also a million steps away from where we need to be. So what power do we have? And so I, I think there is a a really, you know, credible reason why people would take that path. And I think it needs to be addressed as far as talking to that emotion, talking to that anger. So Desmond, I say every week on this show, a lot of conservative arguments are based around a kernel of truth that is true. And then they expand the lies out of them. This is the inverse of that. Everything you just said is true, except mm -hmm. for one thing. Yeah, which makes the entire point false. And that one thing, that one kernel that the entire thing is based on is this is my only option for fixing this because it is not at the point where you are deciding to vote for president and you're going to that booth. Yeah, you're right. It's game over. That's the only way you can do it, but it's not going to work. And you're just not doing harm reduction. 
And there are ways to fix this problem. If we support and back candidates who open up third party voting, if we support and back, if, if you lo organize locally and start bringing people to the polls who wouldn't have voted otherwise, that's a good way to fix things. It, it, starting these chapters, the, these third party chapters in your local elections, like, like, like you said, Chuck, and like supporting them on a local level so they can build up. That's how we fix this. Making coalitions reaching across the aisle because there are people on the other side of the aisle who also very much also think this is fucked up in the other direction. Like that, this you can replace some tweets for people on the on far not like alt right, far right, but like you know the just people who are farther right than the GOP. You can just cross out GOP, write Dem, and it is the same exact tweet that we say that that you just said about uh, you know Democrats and how they're. they're just going to ratchet theory their way um, into being the better choice. And we can create coalitions with people on the right who feel the same exact way and change the rules of the game so that it can be played in a way that we can win. But right now, we can't. And we'll never win the game by just trying to win it when we know we already lost. You know, and but there are ways we can work in the offseason to, you know, uh, get the commissioner to change the rules of how the game is played. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that yeah, you're down by by 40 points with two seconds left to go. There's nothing you can do to win. You know, dunking that ball is just going to make yourself look bad at this point. Like you just there, there's no reason to do it. Yeah, I I mean, Desmond, to your point, I spent you know the a previous segment just ripping on Joe Biden for uh, authorizing the Mountain Valley Pipeline, but I'm still yeah. voting for him because this is you know it's this is politics. That's how shit works. It's it's. You, you go in not really being satisfied about your choices. And I mean, it sucks, but that's the situation as we're dealt. And it's like, I'm going to take a, a stab at an analogy here, which is going to align kind of with what I said before, which is like, it's like wanting to drive to school. You don't want to take the bus, but your only option is your broken down car. Taking the bus is voting for Joe Biden. Trying to drive the broken down car is voting for Cornell West. If you don't put the effort in to try to fix the car, over time, it's not going to go anywhere. And while you may have your pride of sitting in your own car, you're not going to get there like you would by riding the bus. And when you actually put in the effort, you can make change at a local level. I've seen it happen before. It has happened before. That's why Democratic Socialists have actually won elections at the local level. When I was in Nashville, for example, I think the first Democratic Socialist, uh, Sean Parker, I believe is his name, won a metro council seat there. So those, and, and that's like kind of a third party sort of not. I don't know. It depends on the jurisdiction but to, that being said like it can happen you can do it but the problem is that a lot of people who are voting this way don't want to put in the effort otherwise voting comparatively speaking is a relatively low effort activity compared to like organizing building coalitions that kind of thing so that's why it's really easy to go and check a box for cornell west versus actually like try to build up a sustainable green party in your state or in your community so there just has to be more effort i'm not trying to torch those people or or diminish like what they believe. I think it's really important. And I think that it would be really nice to have viable other options for political parties in our country, but that doesn't, it's not going to happen until like more sustained organized effort happens. Yeah. I, I get frustrated often because it feels like a lot of leftists refuse to operate within the reality of our political system. They refuse to accept the mm -hmm. way that power works in this country. And instead, they are trying to, um, you know, get exactly what they want 
something that is in line with their identities that makes them feel good about themselves instead of like, this is actually going to make the difference that I want to make in the world, you know? And that is so, so frustrating to me. I've literally been called a fascist for oh. telling people that voting third party is is you know um helping the trump and everything so i have been but i'm what i'm trying to do i'm not trying to talk down to anyone i'm not trying to tell anyone that you're stupid for wanting to wanting someone that is obviously better than you know biden fuck biden i don't like so much of what he's doing and he is leading us into climate catastrophe to a degree that is Com- comparable to Trump, you know, approving more federal permits on, or more permits on federal lands for fossil fuels than Trump did. You know, there's a lot of reason to hate him, but I'm still going to vote for him because I understand that if I vote third party or if I don't vote for him, that we are likely to have Trump in office who is going to do everything he can that is pro corporate, that is going to, you know, uh, hurt like villainize protesters villainize people you know, people from across the border villainize black people like he is he is so bad on so many ways he is leading us into full-blown fascism at a really really alarming rate um and even cornell west recognizes that that is the part that baffles me and instead of running within the democratic party where he could actually potentially be the candidate he is you know drawing votes away from the the left <laughs> by doing this it's it's just really really upsetting to watch it all like because i my, my producer said this line that was so good he said um let it be written in the ashes of our world that you had the best take you bring up a good point there and i think there's a difference a distinction to be made here between voting third party and running third party um at least like for the presidency because voting third party again you know do what your heart like i, I agree with you there. like i think you're strategically wrong but do what your heart desires mm-hmm. cornell rest Cornell West, Cornell West deciding to run third party in this way. He could have ran as a Democrat. He could have internally pressured the party to open up the primaries and like have an actual challenge. And you can make the argument, oh, well, he wouldn't have been successful doing that, but he's not going to be fucking successful running for third party either. Like running for third party is going to boost his uh, boost his own image, you know, but it's not going to help address change, you know, and let's be honest here. I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but I think Donald Trump might accidentally end up being the best president in United States history and or the the best thing to happen to canceled. I know, right? Cancel. I know. Get him off See, the show. This is what we do. We, we do a little clickbaity uh, intro. Now our whole audience is like, oh, how is he gonna how is he gonna justify this position? Um, but no, yeah. seriously, because A, he promised to drain the swamp and he very well might. Um because they're going after him, and you know, once Republicans take control, they're gonna drain the Democrat swamp, and he might actually end up accomplishing that goal accidentally. He'll put himself in jail in the process, but What's more Trumpian than that? Um, the, the 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 second thing is that he showed me, like honestly, he showed me, and I think he showed a lot of people in this world that you don't have to play by the rules of the GOP or the DNC as long and and the president is so powerful in this country that if you can win a primary, you can do whatever you want. 
Like th there is, if some, if a Donald Trump but good won the DNC primary, they could do so much good uh, for this world that anyone who like presents themselves as that but chooses to run for a third party, I just don't understand them. Because if you ran in the DNC and won the primary, you would be the guy. You would shift the DNC's politics just as much as Trump shifted the GOP's politics. And to not take that bet, even if it's a small percent chance, it's still a higher chance than winning third party, which is never going to happen. <laughs> You know, there is a totally. there is a flaw in that in that logic, though, which is it's honestly it's an indictment on the Democratic Party again, which is the Republican Party actually has a more democratic primary system. than The Democratic Party does in the fact that the Democratic Party has these fun things called superdelegates and each one of their votes is equivalent to like 10,000 normal people votes. Isn't it fun? <laughs> um, no, no. Let, let me say here, I haven't given my answer to this question yet. <laughs> is it ethical? I, I think that. It's a, it's a complicated question to answer, truthfully speaking, because from my personal perspective, I think that the Democratic Party does need to be pushed in some way, shape or form in order to be better because it has no incentive to be better. But at the same time, you can't deny the reality of our system. So if I was being asked that question, I would say it depends on what state you live in. Do you live in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Florida, Texas, Georgia, Arizona? Do you live in a swing state? then I think you can't really afford to vote third party. But if you live in a solid red state, like Montana, for instance, there is no chance. And I mean, no chance. I, I'll tell you right now, I'll bet every dollar I have in my bank account that Joe Biden will not win this state in 2024. I feel very safe with that bet. Your vote is actually kind of wasted voting for Joe Biden in a red state. You're a Democrat in Mississippi. You're a Democrat in Kentucky. You're a Democrat in Oklahoma. What's the point in voting for Joe Biden in those states? There is no point. Now, what is the point of voting for a third party if you're in those states? Well, if any particular third party member does, in fact, accrue 5% of the national votes, they do, in fact, get federal funding from the FEC for the following general election, to which third parties on a national scale can build themselves up to hopefully challenge the Democratic Party in future elections to which I do believe there is a lot of merit in doing something like that. But this is a long-term vision. So I, I think it's, it's a complicated thing. If you're in a solid red state, in some cases, even solid blue states, and I think, yeah, I think there is some merit to voting third party. But if you're in a swing state, I, I do think it's an overall like net negative to be voting for a third party. I, I do think that in this environment, you have to vote for the lesser of two evils if you're in one of those swing states. That's, that's kind of just where I fall on that one. I think, you know, if we're talking about like ethics, what is ethical and what's the ethical course of action, I would definitely say like, if it's, it's, it won't align with your values to vote third party, the, the, the ethical um, implications of your actions. <laughs> but if you want to organize to, um, you know, organize your communities, if you want to really try to work to get ranked choice voting, which yes. would solve so many of these problems, you can funnel your energy into that. And then after that, you could vote third party and it would actually matter. You might actually get the person that you're voting for as Preston. Sure. That would be amazing. So you can pour your energy into those efforts if you really, really want to vote third party. I mean, and also look at like, look at like the the lgbtq movement like 
that was not part of the democratic establishment a few decades ago. That was not at all. But because people worked with the establishment to normalize these things, to make them mainstream, now it is it is a normal democratic value to try to advocate for people, LGBTQ folks, for trans folks. Like that is the Overton window has been shifted because people were advocating within the existing system, not saying, hey, I'm going to go do my own thing over here because actually I can do it completely purely with my values. And it's, you know, I feel really good about myself. Um, but yeah, there are there is so much action that you can engage in if you actually want to affect change here that is not voting third party. I mean, I would faster advise that you go and engage in direct action against fossil fuel projects, you know, fuck up some pipelines, do some shit that is going to like actually make a difference, you know, <laughs> that is in line with your values, you know, um, put yourself on the line in a bigger way that isn't just voting for something that is going to help Trump win. <laughs> like there's so much you can do. And and it's not just that I'm, I'm like standing for Biden because I don't like Biden again. <laughs>